This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville. Stephen Holiday, David Sparrow, and Peter Sherman. Peter, having sat in the legislature, as you did as a conservative MPP, I mean, uh, you know, caucus solidarity and discipline. I mean, that's why you guys get whipped. I mean that in a nice way. Uh, with Amanda Samard, I mean, did she really have a choice? She represents a riding in Eastern Ontario with 60% francophones. And uh, when it was announced in the fall uh, economic statement that the Francophony University was not going to materialize uh, and the fact that the watchdog, as I guess we call him, uh, his duties and office and staff would be rolled into the ombudsman under that purview. Uh, seems like it makes sense to me, but I mean, she couldn't have really defended the government in that front, could she? She couldn't have defended the government easily, but she could have fought better with the government to give Francophones their due by being on the inside as opposed to being on the outside. I heartily disagree. I don't know Amanda. She's uh, a rookie. She came on board when the government was elected back in June. And so she's got all of six months under her belt. Now she's going to go sit as an independent, which means you've got virtually no power to do anything. You can't ask a question. Maybe you're lucky and you slip one in every six months because you make an arrangement. But uh, other than that, she can make a lot of noise. She can see if she can get some interviews uh, on places like Global News Radio or, or in the Toronto Star or whatever. But at the end of the day, it is easier to be inside a caucus room and have a feisty exchange. And I have been a veteran of plenty of those and see if you can uh, move it, move things, move the needle, I guess, from the inside as opposed to being on the outside screaming to get in. I, I would hope that uh, cooler heads will prevail, that the Ford um, top echelon, including Doug himself, will understand what she's done and why she's done it because, as you said, she does represent a 70% francophone riding. We have enclaves in this province. Sudbury's an enclave. Eastern Ontario, where she's from, is an enclave. There's one in Ottawa. We have a lot of French uh, in Toronto, but they're 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 mostly working in, in English or doing translation jobs, so they're not as unified as those other three groups. And what you want is the kind of representation that changes things. In universities, I bothered to look this up. There are nine universities and colleges in the province of Ontario now that work in French um, exclusively, uh, or are subs of things like the University of Toronto, where they've got an institute that does entirely French education. So to cancel that university and to slow down on some other campus expansions, which was equally done by the Ford people, you know, if you want to save some money, you've got to decide that you're going to save some money, and uh, it takes hard decisions. I think she was too young in the job to see that, and I think, again, being on the inside works better than being on the outside. Yeah, it depends on who counseled her in this regard, but uh, out east in uh, eastern Ontario, not far away from her writing, Lisa McLeod uh, from Nepean described Samard's departure as disappointing, but not something that's going to undermine the will of the PC party. I am disappointed with uh, with Ms. Samard, but uh, you know what? I wish her well in, uh, in becoming an an independent and it's going to be a really long four years. I know what it's like to have sat in opposition with uh, with 28 members um, and even more than that it's it's very going to be very difficult to do that alone. All right so to Peter's point uh, basically now it's a tough road to hoe because she'll get very little face time and recognition but the idea Peter also alluded to this David Sparrow do you think that uh, cutting back on this promised francophone university which Kathleen Wynne kind of threw in there you know in the final stages of her tenure, uh, and even taking the ombudsman's uh, role because, you know, the uh, francophony watchdog, if we call him that, uh, he's still going to have his staff maintained and uh, just under the rubric of the ombudsman. 
doesn't this just make good economic sense? Is this a betrayal of anybody? It's such a difficult topic in terms of of French language in Ontario and across Canada. It's certainly a constituency that's very vocal and it's got a a great history. And, you know, I'll I'll say that both my daughters, although I'm an Anglo-Canadian, we put through French immersion because it was here and and it's useful to them in in their life. Uh, So... In terms of whether cutting back on this university is going to save enough money to uh, be worth the political struggles that uh, the Ford government might uh, face as a result, I'm not sure. I, I um, agree with uh, Peter, frankly. I'll, I'll say that I have a lot of respect for any politician who takes a stand for what they believe in, for their constituents. It takes guts to stand up against your party. And yet I'll say that in my own uh, political life, is this is not necessarily the way to do it. You want to be in the room having the conversation and be respectful by your peers and see if you can sway uh, opinion. And uh, I would say that uh, it would appear from what she has said that the cutting of the uh, watchdog or the francophone advocate, um, similar to cutting the child advocate, are things that the Ford government really needs to uh, speak to whether they're best serving their constituents by by cutting those people and rolling them into an already busy ombudsman's office. Yeah, but Stephen Holliday, don't they have to pair the bureaucracy somewhere somehow? Yeah, we looked at this at City Council. In fact, uh, this City Councilor here moved a motion at some of the um, towards some of the accountability officers back when I started uh, in 2015 about looking at if there were ways to consolidate or join them together. And boy, oh boy, did I set a fire in that council. I, I had a lot of attacks on me for, you know, you're, you're against uh, transparency and accountability. I said, no, it's more about government efficiency and can these officers work together better. And at the end of the day, there was a study that was finally done and they did have some process improvements that came out of that. They didn't reduce any of the accountability officers, but they did make a stronger system. So it was a plus. And, you know, I I would like to add about Amanda Simard as well, as I appreciate her standing as a principal individual. But one has to wonder if there is more to this. Um, This seems like uh, a a small hill to die on for her uh, to give up her, her party status, to quit a party. You know, Doug Ford was a member of city council and he's very familiar about the role, the two hats that politicians wear. I get caught in it all the time about having the needs of my constituents that I put first be in conflict from time to time with, say, a city building objective and you have to make a choice. It's how you do it. It's how you present yourself to council. It's how you get along with others. And maybe there is a little bit more to the story that happens behind closed doors that we as the public don't understand I wish her all the luck, and it is going to be very difficult for her in the future because she now is a politician without a party, and that will that will haunt her upon re-election, um, aspirations for re-election in a number of years. Unless she goes to the Liberals, because this was uh, up until this last election, a pretty strong Liberal uh, riding. Uh, the thought had crossed my mind, but she didn't cross the floor. She has right. declared herself as independent, and and that I think if she went straight to the Liberals, this would have made more sense and squared off better in people's minds. But uh, but no, she has left, and she's now on her own, which is an odd place to be. Well, if she had gone to the Liberals, there's not much difference. I mean, it would have been just a different <laughs> stripe of obscurity. Point anyway. taken, right? All right, all right. We'll come back in a moment. Uh, more topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville with our panel, Peter Sherman, Stephen Holliday, David Sparrow. And the question that lingers has to do with the environmental plan that was unveiled by the Conservatives earlier this afternoon. Rod Phillips, the minister being on this program, will shed some light on what he had to say next here at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.